1: We've got an absolute serious cricketer to speak to, a former cricketer. He's a West Indian legend, and he's part of the Fox Cricket uh, coverage for the two upcoming test matches between Australia and the West Indies. And I speak of Brian Lara, who joins us on SEN on Sports Day. Brian, thank you very much for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Now, we were just talking about the Adelaide Oval and how it's a good place to bat. Um, I know the conditions have slightly changed since you played at the Adelaide Oval with the drop-in wicket these days, but you certainly enjoyed playing at the Adelaide Oval.
2: Yeah, most definitely. Um, The most picturesque ground in the world, obviously, that has changed as well, the architecture. But um, just getting out there in the middle was uh, an amazing experience. And um, yes, the, the pitch might be a bit different, but I still think there's a lot of runs, if I remember correctly, a couple of years ago. Uh, David Warner did threaten the the 400 yes. uh, before uh, the captain smartly uh, declared. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, were you, were you getting a bit nervous that day? <laughs> well, I was, I was actually in the country and I put on my suit and I walked across uh, to the Oval, um, you know, hoping to get out on the field to congratulate him. So, um, I had a mixed emotions, but... Uh, it's, it's just a, a wonderful venue for, for everything, and I think it's just an amazing cricket uh, ground.
1: And so as we look forward to Wednesday at Adelaide Oval, and we're seeing such a young West Indian team arriving on our shores, we're not sure what to expect. Do you know what to expect from this team? Uh, no, but I know what I want. I want to see some fight. I want to
2: see um the talent come to there's a lot of talent there's always been a lot of talent but this is a big stage this is not uh you know we call it mickey mouse this is this is the real deal and australia are not going to give any quarters um young team or not not a young team they're already three three test matches up for the summer and they'll be looking to to make it five in total so i would like to see some fight and i i remember being very proud of the team in perth uh 13 months ago uh when we we lost on the fifth day of the test match, but I felt it was a good performance against such a, uh, a strong Australian team.
0: The West Indies team seems to be, uh, well, it obviously is young now, but it seems to be a lot of moving parts and a lot of really talented cricketers uh, choosing other pathways to, to, I guess, express their, their careers and, and their wares. But, uh, how does it come together, Brian? Um, you know, I grew up in an era of uh, West Indies being so strong. You were a big part of that and, and enjoying watching you. But the generation before that as well, you know, Australians and Melbournians, particularly at the MCG, it was just a, a much sea cricket. How does it come together for the future for the West Indies? Well, I mean, we got to face facts. The, the franchise
2: cricket has been played around the world um it's very difficult for the west indies cricket board to compete with such um you know l- lucrative um opportunities that our cricketers have i think i think we've got to first of all try to hold on to the young ones you know with te- the the teenagers get them to understand um what west indies cricket means how we can protect it and that's what australia have done they not australia don't just Pay their cricketers more or England pay their cricketers more, they develop um, that sort of loyalty to the to the sport in their country, and that's what we have not done. So, for a 18 or 19 year old to say I'm I'm heading to the IPL or I'm I don't care about West Indies cricket, it's not just his fault. I just think that we have not sell you know, what West Indies cricket means to us as Caribbean people and why you should be playing for the West Indies. And that's the first thing we need to do. And it's impossible to do it with the present crop. I think we've got to go and get that into the schools and into the age group cricket before we bring them out on the international stage.
0: Brian, who's the best person for that? Because it, it seems like the, the the best players like yourself and Viv Richards have a, have a big say in Kirtley Ambrose and they're big names that influence the young people. Is that something that uh, you've discussed as a, a cohort of um, former players to how can we actively do something to, to improve that at the younger generation, as you mentioned?
2: Uh, I mean, ambassadors, that's not a bad um, name to call uh, cricketers uh, such um, illustrious names. But it's still back down to um, the functions of, of the administrators, uh, these are the ones uh, when I played cricket at, at a Harvard coaching clinic and understood uh, the importance of, of what the West Indies team meant going to the Queen's Park Oval as a seven, eight, nine-year-old lining up, lining up at five, six o'clock in the morning. It, 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 that stayed with me. So it's the parents. It's, it's the, um, early, early the early life coaches that these youngsters have. These are the ones that really and truly have to make the impression. And, um, I mean, we, at the end of the day, you have to face the facts. I mean, sport 40, 50 years ago, you may be driven or motivated by playing for your country. Sport today is about playing and making a living. So we have to make sure that that is part of the, the whole deal that we are selling.
1: Yeah, and I think it's an interesting point and, and a good point you make because it is that's the discussion now kind of moving forward. And I think with what's happening with South Africa, particularly with the team, that they've sent to New Zealand. The discussion now is, well, does the ICC have to get involved and almost set up like a retainer system that, that maybe that all countries make make sure that they're, they're given the money to provide so that the, the players are saying, well, you know what, I can actually make a good living out of playing test cricket because I'm getting looked after as opposed to having to, to chase the contracts individually.
2: Yeah, most definitely. Um, you know... Face the facts again, a, a, a sponsor may be quite happy spending his money on three hours of cricket rather than five days of cricket. You know, So we have all these dynamics to, to think about and work through. Um, you and I would love to see um, test cricket played by all nations, especially the, the nations that have been playing it for so many years, the West Indies, Pakistan, New Zealand, and not just the Triangle, not just India, Australia, and England. We want important series between every nation, like it was many, many years ago. But you, we may have to subsidise it. I, I, I think there's a lot of money in the game where um, you know you can make handshakes, right, or shake hands right around the
1: table. Yep. No, I, I think it has to be the way forward. So the team that we're going to see on Wednesday it does look like there's some genuine pace in in the bowling lineup and some young. Players that, as you say, that, that have got competitive spirit. Do you do you sense that that's the case from what you've seen?
2: Yes, I think um, what you have is uh, you you may in the squad have one or two players that apply uh, their trade around the world. Maybe Alzari Joseph uh, might be one of them, but you do have uh, testing. You know, ninety nine percent of the players that you're going to see out there in the test match don't play the other version of the game well at least not professionally so i think they're very enthusiastic to make a name for themselves and they're looking forward to it you know sometimes you know a guy would be here but really not here because his mind is somewhere else you know wanting to you know maybe uh, as you say ply a straight somewhere else but i think you've got an enthusiastic bunch of of Cricketers, inexperience, I must say, but I believe that uh, they're going to be they're going to be giving their best.
0: Now, Brian, Australia are making a big change to their batting lineup. Steve Smith goes uh, from his slot at number four, goes up to opening the batting. Now, is that something that you might have considered later in your career, just to uh, <laughs> take on the new ball straight away? How do you th- how do you reckon it'll go from your perspective?
2: I, I think he's got uh, the technique. I think he's got the experience and um the Indies will have to work for steve smith's ricket uh opening the batting batting at number four batting at number eight does not matter he is a world-class player and um that's all you have to say and and uh, batting against the new ball, i don't think it's going to be a problem of course the west Indies have an opportunity to use that new ball against anybody if it was david warner uh kawaja and now it's kawaja and smith they have an opportunity to see if they can Uh, make early inroads, because that's when you know batters are a little bit more vulnerable.
1: Well, Brian, it's great to hear you back in Australia. I know you're going to make a a real impact with the Fox commentary team. They've got a great team all summer. They seem to have all the biggest names in cricket, seem to be part of Fox. We've seen Ravi Shastri part of the coverage. We've seen Wazi Makram, uh, and now we're seeing you. You're still the biggest name of the lot, aren't you? Oh, uh, bro, don't say that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be in Australia. Um,
2: you know, yes, part of, of Fox Sport, but you know where my heart is, right? You know, I'll be fighting Adam Gilchrist and, and uh, these guys in the commentary box, you know, especially when we start doing good things out in the middle. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a wonderful experience. I was here uh, 13 months a- uh, ago with Fox and uh thoroughly enjoy it.
1: Fantastic, Brian. Uh, We hope you have a, a really good time here and we'll speak again soon on SEN.
2: Okay, thank you very much. Thank you for having me.